Hey, Tanner, how much would you give me to drink this? I don't know. That's pretty nasty. Uh, maybe 20 bucks. 20 bucks? All right, you're you on. You won't do it. You're on, you're on. You didn't say which one. <laughs> oh, Where's your 20? <laughs> nah, keep your money. Hey, Summerbrook Church, thanks for joining us for our Takeaway Podcast, where we look at applying the message that was preached on Sunday. I'm Pastor Joey Rumble, joined with Tanner Treffin, who brought the word this Sunday. Yeah, it was, it was such an honor, but man, it was a tough topic, but I feel like it's so important to, to not shy away from addressing these tough things that would come up in Scripture, but to just meet them and talk about them, because uh, like I shared on Sunday, it's that unexpressed doubt uh, that really robs us, not the just struggling with Scripture. Um, All right, well, well, let's dive right in. The title of the message was, Is God Immoral? And so we might have to kill that fly. But, um, <laughs> that uh, might be immoral of you. <laughs> is God Immoral? And the accusation, when you look at the, the Old Testament, that some people even say the God in the Old Testament is different than the God in the New Testament. And did God prescribe genocide? So you really dove into that. Yeah, I think we well, got to think that through because uh, we talked about how some people want to say that's Old Testament God, New Testament God, and that's not the way you want to go. God's consistent um, in Scripture. He doesn't grow and change in His character. Um, but you got to think, does God have morally sufficient reasons uh, to do what He did? Was it really something evil that He did when the um, Israelites went in and destroyed the Canaanites, or was it a good thing? Was it a just thing? And so we looked at that God had reasons for, for sending the Israelites, and there one is the the, the sins that the people were committing, that um, they des- were deserving a punishment. It was a just thing for God to do. Uh, two, is God didn't want his people who were going in there to learn the practices um, and to follow in the same sins. We learned that sin is contagious, and God didn't want them to be affected. We looked at the water analogy. If you mix the clean water and the dirty water, it becomes dirty as well, and so you got to drive the dirty water out to have the, the clean water illustration of how God wanted his people to be set apart and not fall in to the sins of the land. Um, then also that God had promised the land to Abraham and to Isaac and Jacob, and so it's moral and good of him to keep his promises uh, that he made to his children. Great, great. And I, I, I loved uh, all the analogies and the insights that you brought there, and I, I just thought it was uh, very helpful just helping us really grasp God's heart here. And I loved how you shared Hebrews 13, 8, where God is, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is not a different God. The God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament. As you continued on in your message and you talked about idols we have and and dealing with our own personal idols, uh, and I love the part where... you you brought out the point in Joshua where uh, are you for us or for our enemies? And you said neither, but I am the commander of the Lord's army. Really driving home the point, are you on my side? Not God, is God on your side, but you need to make sure that you're worshiping God. I'm on his side. Thoughts there? Yeah, I think that is so important. Um, I think for a lot of us, the temptation is to try to form God into our image, into what we like him to be, and, and try to uh, like kind of like a human-centered approach to God, but but God is so much greater and so much bigger than we are. And so even like as we go to God and worship, as we read the Bible, we want to make sure that we're 
putting our thoughts aside and saying, God, I want your will to be done in my life. God, I want you to lead me. God, help me to interpret scripture from scripture and not from my own understanding and and, and having that God-centered approach to leadership and, and discipleship instead of it being about you and what you think is right. What about God and what he thinks right? So. That's huge. And you brought up statistics with pornography and abortion and uh, presented some you know areas looking at that. Any other thoughts there is... Yeah, uh, I, and the reason of doing that is, is so God. One of the main reasons that uh, the, the Israelites went in and destroyed the Canaanites is because of their sin, and sin was a, such a big issue to God. And God is a holy and just God, so He punishes sin, and so that applies to the Holy Land. But what about to us? That as Christians, especially, uh, we are called the temple of God. That God's Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and so. Um, are we putting up with sin in our life? And so as you think about America and American culture, as we're American Christians, um, what is the the sins of our culture? And are we allowing those sins to invade our life? And we see that God uh, hates child sacrifice. He hates abortion. He 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 hates and it's abominable these, uh, these perversions of sexuality um, because it's such a holy and beautiful thing before God. And so, um, and so we got to deal with that and 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 not in a way that we come off as christians that are so condemning of the world and say god you know hates you and you're going to hell but in a way like god loves you enough to tell you the truth and that this is sin and you need to repent there's a coming judgment of this and i love you enough to to share that with others and and so we have to be holy ourselves and not be stained by the world as as james says but to be holy and set apart as the Lord is holy and represent God well and then share his truth uh, with, the, with the gospel with others. Yeah, that, that's great. It really helps us as we reflect on the message that you preach Sunday uh, about applying it. And I would encourage all of you to really go back and listen to it again. And really, uh, because I think he pre- you presented a great defense of uh, atheists and people that bring up accusations about uh, what God has said to do in the Old Testament about killing the people. And uh, you, I just feel like it can help uh, bring a credibility towards you defending the faith of Christianity and truly what God's heart was there. Yeah. And one thing I didn't get to share is um, one other reason I feel like God did this is he, he had the he allowed the suffering of the people to call, cause a, a greater um, good, namely that this was the promised land where the Jews would be able to live and then would, where the Messiah is going to come through this line of David that, that comes in the promised land and Jesus is born who is the salvation for all humanity. And so I feel like th- th- you can't get any higher morally sufficient reasons for doing something than the saving all of the universe and, and that's literally what he accomplished by sending his people uh, into this promised land. So. Mm. And now let's get to, to the sins of our day, because uh, I keep hearing some of the takeaways when we're talking about our own staff and, and discussing, and even me personally, when you brought up the point about uh, comparing uh, about the, the, the power of the sun and, and burning away, and it, I felt like my biggest takeaway was to take continue to take sin uh, even more seriously, to get so close to God like the sun where it burns away, it helps uh, burn away the chaff, the sin in our own lives with being close and intimate with the Lord. So that's what uh, my big takeaway is keep leaning in big time to closeness with the Lord. Yeah, um, and, and to ask yourself, what are the areas uh, where I'm tolerating sin in my life? Um, and, and a lot of times it's with the movies we watch, the music we listen to, the, th- the things that we w- look at on our phone, and just like 
the too much of the secular, too much of, of the worldly that um, maybe is, is more cussing than we should be looking at, more uh, uh, more sexual content in movies than we should be watching, or uh, just more a love of material things and earthly possessions than thinking about you know building up uh, treasures in heaven. And so all those things can just so easily uh, creep into our life. And as you're saying, the more time you spend with God and make Him a priority, and the closer you draw to the Son, the 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 more you're going to see those spots in the areas, and and you're going to see that He is better than the things of this mm-hmm. world. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, speaking of that, I think one of the cool ways that we have a plan for us as a church is that we should have killed that fly uh is um 21 days of prayer starts august 6th through the uh 26th yeah. and so 6 a.m monday through friday and then saturday at uh, 9 a.m i really believe this is an incredible opportunity to draw closer to the lord uh man we we need to really uh move forward and uh taking back uh, what is God's in our city, in our personal lives, in our nation. So uh, uh, that's a big thing coming up. Then men's conference, September 7th through the 9th. Uh, we announced that Sunday and uh, just really excited about that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, that was my takeaway um, from what God put in my heart is preaching this message is, uh, one, you've got to draw closer to God. So I'm so excited for 21 Days of Prayer to do that. But also with 21 Days of Prayer, uh, it's so important to intercede, to feel the weight of what's going on in our culture, in America, in our city, in our town, and, and how much sin there is. And then to, just as God hates sin and has such a, unholy, like a holy wrath against sin, that this, when we see the sin in our life that are going around, we should, there should be such a hatred against it that it just provokes us to plead for revival, to plead for God to be merciful and, and to change hearts and to bring repentance. And, and because there's going to be a judgment, and so we want to pray that God w- would move through the Holy Spirit so mightily that as many people could be saved uh, as we can before, before he comes. Yeah, and I, something that the pastor shared recently that really grabbed my heart was we're experiencing a real special uh, time at Summerbrook right now where we're just seeing people's lives changed and God bringing a bunch of people to meet with Jesus. It's exciting, but when you take ground from the devil, he's going to fight back. And so we got to make sure that as we're taking ground, uh, we're being vigilant in prayer to fight for our families, fight for our personal lives, uh, fight for our church and our city in prayer. And so uh, that's huge. And uh, you know, I was thinking, shouting out to uh, David and Anna Perkinson. I talked to a, a new family that came Sunday who they had invited to church. And it's so cool uh, to see that happen. And David works in the parking lot and, and Anna helps serve. And she's actually going to be leading, a, helping uh, lead a small group this semester. But David's in the parking lot. And now we're, you know, we're, we're parking deep into the grass now where all the parking spots are full. And now, so the parking lot team, man, I want to give all of them a shout out because I was noticing just several rows over in the grass that where they're having to park now. So uh, shout out to everyone who's helping in the parking lot. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And uh, talk about t- taking ground in prayer. Um, I'm so excited. We we, t- we announced this past Sunday a men's conference coming up. Um, that is going to be awesome. And the registration for that is now live online. So make sure you sign up, men, and come uh, to men's conference with us in September. It's going to be a powerful time of taking ground for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Any final thoughts on your message or any final thoughts as you've stirred on it? Um, just we take the fear of God too lightly. And uh, that one uh, word I shared that 
when we think we know better than God and that we're more moral than God and God's the immoral one and we're not, man, we've lost all fear of God. And so let's behold him. Let's come to him as read the entirety of scripture in a place of humility um, and, and learn from God and, and draw close to him. And, and then it's just hate sin in our life. Let's, let's kill it out of our own life, be crucified with Christ, come to him, know there's forgiveness in the cross and let's represent him well to the world. Cool. Thanks so much for bringing the word. It was awesome. Thank you. I uh, just want to say also remember, Scripture says, uh, don't just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And that's really why we do the Takeaway Podcast is to help all of us. We hear the message on Sunday, but let's not just be hearers. Let's be doers of the word of God. Great having you. Take care, Summer Brook.